Hey everybody and welcome into the Cyclone Scoop. I'm Alex Halstead with 24-7 Sports and CycloneAlert.com. I'm here on another edition of the Cyclone Scoop. This is basketball focused and it's kind of more of a mini episode as you can probably tell by the timestamp. It's a shorter episode and it's really just because I wanted to dive in and look back and see how Tyrese Halliburton made his way along with Team USA through the FIBA World Cup and comes home with a gold medal. So in this episode, I'm going to be joined by 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Evan Daniels. Uh, Evan was over in Greece for the FIBA World Cup, and I'm going to be joined by him momentarily to break down what Tyrese Halliburton looked like and what the buzz is from NBA scouts who were in attendance. So we're going to get to that momentarily, but before we get into uh, all the stuff with you know, Evan Daniels and his thoughts, Let's go through and, and talk about what Tyrese Halliburton did over at the FIBA World Cup. Um, to start off, obviously, Tyrese Halliburton made the 12-man Team USA team, the under-19 roster, um, from a field of 31 players. He went to Colorado Springs, Colorado back in June. There were 31 players who were uh, in that tryout camp, and Tyrese Halliburton came away and made that 12-member team. When Team USA got over to Greece, um, not only was Tyrese Halliburton a member of that 12-member team, uh, he was also a focal point of it. Halliburton started all seven games over in Greece for Team USA, and uh, he came away as one of their best players and one of the standouts, really, in Greece. And uh, now there's some buzz, which kind of brings up this whole episode. That's why I wanted to do this, is because there was enough buzz going around um, Twitter, social media, NBA draft experts. Um, there's enough going on that I think it's worth looking at why that's happening. Um, the soon-to-be Iowa State sophomore uh, started all seven games for Team USA, and uh, in those seven games, he averaged 7.9 points, 6.9 assists, 2.4 rebounds, and 2.4 or 2.3 steals per game. Um, you know, he was really good throughout pretty much the entire tournament. From start to finish, I think he did different things. Uh, you saw at the beginning he was a facilitator right off the bat, had eight assists in each of his first two games. Uh, when you look at the seven games, he had at least six assists in six of the seven games and seven or eight assists in, uh, I think, five of the seven games. Um, so, you know, he was a really good facilitator, ended up with, I think, 48 assists, uh, um, eight turnovers, um, something like that. Shot really well from the field. The second game there, he scored a team-high 21 points. In that game, he was 4-5 or five from three. Ends up going 10 of 18 from three overall. You know, from really every perspective, whether you look at what he was able to do as a scorer in a few games or, or the main point guard for Team USA in, in pretty much all seven games, uh, he was able to do a little bit of everything, and that's what he's going to be relied upon to do in his sophomore season. Obviously, you look back at his freshman year last year, and he was already drawing some NBA attention. Uh, averaged 6.8 points, 3.6 assists, and 3.4 rebounds per game last year. Um, and that was by shooting 43.4% or from the field or from three last year. And so uh, the big question for Tyrese Halliburton is going to be, can he take that next step now and become Iowa State's focal point uh, with Taylor Horton Tucker and Linda Wigington and Mario Shayok and Nick Wilder-Bab all gone? Halliburton's got to step into a bigger role. And that kind of started with Team USA. Uh, he was not their you know main scorer but he was able to do that when asked uh, to do it. And when all was said and done, he finished the tournament, uh, like I said, averaging 6.9 assists per game. That was the top-ranked uh, assist number over in the under-19 FIBA World Cup. And uh, not only did Tyrese Halliburton uh, claim a gold medal that he will bring back to Ames, Iowa for his sophomore season, uh, he also was named to the All-Star 5. So he was one of the players that uh, was highlighted as one of the top 
you know, players in that tournament over there. And that's a field that includes a lot of good players. Team USA had a lot of good players. A couple other college players were there with Tyrese Halliburton. But then you also look at some, uh, I think, 2019 and 2020 recruits, um, some really highly regarded recruits. And uh, Tyrese Halliburton was among those. Um, let's bring in Evan Daniels from 24-7 Sports, uh, our director of recruiting. Evan was over in Greece for a good chunk of the tournament to scout um, the different countries, the different players, obviously primarily Team USA uh, was chief among them. Evan, I wanted to start uh, with an overview of Tyrese Halliburton's recruitment. Um, he wasn't lowly recruited, I wouldn't say. Um, he did have other high major you know, interests. You look at Nebraska, Cincinnati, Minnesota, all those schools offered. Um, then there were some you know, mid-majors like UNI and um, Northern Illinois and some others. But he ended up as the number 172 overall recruit according to the 24-7 sports composite. Um, so it wasn't this like highly touted recruit that you always think of that's joining Team USA. Um, thinking back or looking back, what do you remember or how much do you remember about Tyrese Halliburton in, in high school uh, before we get to what he did over there in Greece? You know, unfortunately, I was never able to, uh, to see him uh, in person. Um, so I, I never really got a... A clear picture of his game uh, from a live look. Um, obviously, he's a kid that um, developed a little late, and you could classify as a late bloomer, and, and we're kind of seeing him develop right before our eyes. When you got over to Greece, uh, I guess before we get into some of the numbers and that sort of thing, what were your initial impressions of Halliburton? Because it seemed like right from the get-go, he started drawing some attention from some of the people over there evaluating. Yeah, so I, I saw uh, the first uh, four games that that uh, that USC team played, and uh, out of the gate, he really impressed with his passing and his vision. I think in that first game uh, against New Zealand, he had eight assists and only turned it over one time. And you could just see the command that he had in terms of facilitating and distributing and, and really finding guys and using his passing ability and his vision uh, to set guys up. So I, I would say, like, initially – the passing is what really stood out to me about his game. Yeah, that was one of the big things last year. Obviously, at Iowa State, he didn't have a huge scoring role. It wasn't what he was asked to do. But, you know, 6.8 points per game last season at Iowa State, 3.6 assists. And the assist-to-turnover ratio was up there with Monte Morris's record marks. Um, so I think that's a big thing. I think over there in the seven games in route to gold, Halliburton had 48 assists to eight turnovers. Was that the standout portion of his game then, is, is the, the ability to – kind of facilitate as a point guard over there yeah for sure like that's i think where he really showed i mean you, you said it 48 assists to, to just eight turnovers in seven games uh is tremendous and i i thought that um he really helped himself uh the past two weeks playing in front of a number of nba scouts and uh, i think that uh, a performance like that on that type of stage uh, is a great way to, to propel him into the co collegiate season. And, you know, all the NBA teams have him on their radar uh, now more than ever. Uh, and it's because of that ability to pass and his vision and uh, to create shot opportunities uh, for teammates. And, you know, the truth is, is he also handled the ball very well. He didn't turn it over. And he did a good job of running that team. But it, it wasn't just the the passing and um, the lack of turnovers that impress, you know, this is a kid that uh, can also make shots. And he made 10 of 18 three-point attempts 
um, which is a tremendous number in seven games. He obviously shot the ball very well at Iowa State last year. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest question marks uh, that NBA teams are going to have is, you know, his form is a little funky and it's a little bit of a set shot, but he doesn't take bad shots and it goes in. And that's all that really matters. Yeah, you touched on something I was going to ask next, and that was, you know, watching him here at Iowa State, and I know fans have kind of seen that main part of his game as being this facilitator and running an offense, but his scoring is going to be what Iowa State needs him to take the next step in next year. And and um, he showed a little bit over there of that over there. You said, you know, 10 of 18 from three. I think overall he was um, pretty good from two as well. Um, what do you think about his offensive game and maybe the next step and maybe his offensive game out of the glimpse you got to see over there, uh, you know, in terms of trying to become a main scorer on a Big 12 team now? Yeah, I mean, he's certainly going to be asked to, to score. And, you know, as I was talking about his shooting, it's impressive the rate uh, that he's making long-range jump shots and um, not just shots to the three-point stripe, but also well past it. Um, so I, I think that's a, a great sign for the upcoming season. But I also think that he's able to to get by and, and drop in runners and floaters. And, um, you know, he, he lacks strength at this stage, but he can get to the rim and finish. Um, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I think that he's going to be asked to, to carry a heavy score load. But I also don't think he's the type of player you want to take away from his strengths. And I, I think what he does a good job of is blending them in terms of being a distributor and a facilitator, but also knowing the right situations to go get his own. And uh, I think one of the things that makes him such an efficient player, because uh, it wasn't just from the three-point line that he's efficient. He was also very efficient from the two-point line. He was, In fact, he only missed two shots from the two-point range. He was 12-14 and 10 of 18 from three. Uh, and he just has an efficient basketball game. And uh, I, I, I just walked away really impressed with him. And I, I think he, you know, I mentioned a minute ago, but like, I think from talking to NBA scouts, we're talking about a guy that's heading into the season somewhere in the top 15 to 20 range in the first round for next year. That's what I was going to ask is what was kind of the buzz? I know it's tough over there because you're watching so many games and there's so many people scattered around, but from some of the buzz you did hear, I mean, you mentioned the number and that's kind of what's starting to come out is maybe he could be a two and done player and a top 20 type prospect next year. What type of buzz is there? And I guess combining it with that, what do you think NBA teams want to see from him in a sophomore season to take another step? Yeah, I would be surprised if he had a third year in college, you know, barring an injury or, or something like that. I, I think um, he's on track to to leave after next season. And look, I think coaches or I, I think NBA scouts are going to continue to to watch him and evaluate him and and see if he's able to shoot the ball the way he did last year and at this event if that carries over. Um, but also, you know, can he get stronger? Can he ha continue to handle ball pressure the way he does? Um, can he develop uh, certain aspects of his game in, in a middle game and stuff like that? So I, I think, um, you know, he's really propelled himself and put himself in a great position heading into the college season. And obviously he's going to need to replicate that during the year. Um, but this is a, a, a he's got himself to a great working point heading into the season. What is the competition level like over there? I mean, how does it compare to maybe different college basketball, a, a team like Lithuania or Mali or different teams like that? How do you know, we can see it on YouTube and um, FIBA or I'm sorry, ESPN plus over here. But how did the talent level compare to maybe what you see back in the United States against like what Halliburton would go against in the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, I think the competition w was pretty good. I, I would say that he was probably the best uh, point guard prospect. Uh, that I saw there. Um, Lithuania had a really good point guard 
um, Rukas, um, a couple other good players. Uh, the competition was good. Uh, was the competition elite? No. Um, but I, I thought uh, he was, you know, arguably the best point guard prospect there. And then last thing, I'll, and then I'll let you go, um, just kind of a couple more kind of intangible type things with him. One is, where do you think his body can go? That's been the big thing here, I think, is, you know, he's still a little bit skinny, but, you know, you can kind of imagine him in two, three years what he could look like. And then defensively, it seems like that's something that he gets a lot of praise for that maybe doesn't isn't a big part of what people look at casually. You know, it's, it's kind of more points and assists. But is he uh, – you know, that high-level type defensive player that teams like? Well, I think well, starting with the body, he's got a, a really good frame. You know, he's lean. He's got long arms. He, yes, he needs to get stronger, but that, that's going to come with time. That's going to that's gonna come in a college weight room, an NBA weight room. Uh, and then I, I, I do think that he has a lot of potential as a defender and a multi-positional defender. You know, he can guard point guards. He can guard two guards. Uh, he can guard some wings. Um, now the NBA things change a little, um, but I think he'll be able to guard ones and twos in the, in, in the NBA. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's the frame is projectable and there's a lot of upside there. And defensively, I would say the same thing. Well, thanks for taking some time, Evan. I, I wanted to catch up with you. We had somebody over there in Greece and I thought it'd be perfect to get you and get some thoughts on Halliburton. So thanks for some time and uh, best of luck uh, in the rest of this recruiting period now. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So that was 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Evan Daniels. Thanks again to him for joining me. He was over in Greece, traveled back, and uh, now is able to catch up with him now that he's back stateside before um, the summer evaluation period, which is going to actually kick up recruiting a little bit more here in the month of July. But uh, good stuff from Evan on what he saw from Tyrese Halliburton over there. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what what kind of transpires in the months ahead because Tyrese Halliburton, you know, we've heard for months now, is going to have to take reins as not only probably a leader on this team, probably along with a guy like Michael Jacobson and Prentice Nixon. I think it's going to be Tyrese Halliburton right there as a leader. Um, but on this 2019-20 Iowa State roster, he's also going to have to become one of their big scorers. Um, you know, the question of Rashir Bolton is still out there. Is he going to be eligible? Um, you know, Bolton, Tyrese Halliburton, Prentice Nixon, Michael Jacobson, those are going to be some of your main scorers, uh, but I think Tyrese Halliburton has to be chief among them, especially if he is going to be this first-round type NBA draft guy, and uh, all signs are pointing to, to him being uh, on those 2020 big boards. You've seen CBS Sports put out their way-too-early mock draft. He's in the first round there. Um, both ESPN draft experts uh, have been raving about Tyrese Halliburton over in Greece, and you know they're calling him a potential top-20 type uh, prospect in the 2020 draft. That hype is going to continue if he continues um, some of this um, during a sophomore season. So it's going to be interesting to see what Tyrese Halliburton does. And uh, it was good to hear from Evan on what some of that buzz is uh, over in Greece and uh, going into Tyrese Halliburton's sophomore season. That's going to do it for this uh, shortened episode of the Cyclone Scoop. I just wanted to check in with Evan while I could before it got uh, you know, too far out. Going to have another basketball episode coming up soon and then uh, getting into football. Uh, Big 12 football media days are right around the corner, so we'll have a lot of football content as well. So the Cyclone Scoop is ramping up here in the month of July. So that's going to do it for this one, but I'll see you pretty soon with another edition of the Cyclone Scoop, and I hope you'll listen into that one as well.